Welcome to the best of the run home with Joel and Fletch. You can catch us any old time via email, particularly for this segment. Joel and Fletch at sen.com.au is the way to email at Joel Fletch SEN for social media. But a brand new segment, Brian. Yeah, it's called uh, Confess to Fletch, and we did it over the off season. And boy, we didn't realise we we're going to get this much feedback. So take a listen. We all have a couple of skeletons in our closet, so it's time to come clean and confess with Joel and Fletch. So, oh, hang on. Is that Usher? Yeah. Usher. Good nits. You turn. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> great. That's one of the great things. So, um, as I mentioned, sometimes people hold secrets and they want to get rid of them. And this is a way to do it. So, listeners out there, if you want to get something off your chest, you email us at Joel and Fletch at sen.com.au, mm. like this gentleman has done. Yep. The wife of one of my best friends has been sending me naked pictures of her for nearly two years. Mm. I have about 20 now. Mm. I have never acknowledged them, replied, or spoke to her about it as I don't know if she thinks she's sending them to someone else and I don't want her to stop. Ooh. So that's a, con- that's a that's confession. confession. That's what I love. So what, what's your advice for this person? There's no advice. This is no, this isn't a dear Jared. (laughs) We have many, many, many segments here. This is getting it off your chest. Right. So, no advice. Does this guy believe that the lady in question does not know that she's sending him to him? Correct. That he's a recipient? Yeah, but she knows. Mm. Of course she does. It's been two years. Yeah. So, if you've got, if you want to get something off your chest, is there any more, Brooksy? Because I can't open it. There's, there's none coming on the email, johnfletch at sen.com.au, but I want to get something off my chest, boys, Here if I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I was eight, I went to a news agent with my father, a massive NRL, New South Wales rugby league fan back yeah, then. Yeah. And um, I am a thief. I, and my parents didn't know. So I asked my dad if I could get a paper and I put a big league in that paper mm. and we basically, I held the paper mm. and the guy just rung it up on the till. He didn't, it was back pre-scanning days. I took it home. It was the annual. Remember at the, yeah, that's and right. it had all the yeah. rosters and mm. who signed and who left. I stole a big league when I was eight. Once a theft, always a. Yeah, yeah. but I, I, I was so nervous. I've stole and a penthouse, similar age. <laughs> Knocked the penthouse. I mean, Zachary Higgs. <laughs> Zachary Higgs. Where'd you hide it? Oh, in, the, in the paper. You did the paper. We were about retail. 12. Then went out to Tamarama Gully and went in the bushes and just went booze. <laughs> just said, get that in the yuck. Just open it up. And... I've told you the, I've told you this story. It's not really a confession because I've done nothing wrong. But I, I told you a story where um, it was in the middle of summer and a person who was living in this house and I was at the house was having a sleep on the lounge Uh-oh. in a bikini. Just a certain physio. No, 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 no. <laughs> and... They're asleep, and unbeknownst to them, uh, part of the, a breast is out. <laughs> right? No, but honestly, so and and I had walked past the room, and you were thirsty. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I had walked past the room and saw this situation. Yeah. So what? What is like? What is the actual right action? I chose to do nothing about it. Yeah. But what is the right action? Because otherwise, you're leaving the person. Exposed in this situation, what's the right walk thing past to do? And do not—that's what I did. Yeah, it's perfect. You can't go in there and just slip it. <laughs> no, 
slip it in. No, you can't. But can you sort close like, the door? But, no, but if it was you, would you like the person's already seen this situation? Wouldn't you rather them say, "Hey, blah blah," just say, "You know this," or would you rather just let? No, you, you did the right thing. I did no, the right thing. I reckon you, what you need to do: you walk past nothing. Do nothing, but then as you're leaving the room, make a big noise like "wah" or something, and then <laughs> yeah. they wake up and go, "Oh, whoops!" Nah. Yeah, that's that's probably the best solution. No, 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 no. What do you close? Was there a door? Did you close? No, it was the like door? A, a walkthrough lounge room. Okay. Yeah. And um, Matt, you can't do anything about that. <laughs> no. I, I got a confession. It's an unusual scenario, isn't it? Like, I got a confession. Yeah. So it was similar to Dan Saunders and the ATM guy. When oh. I was about fourteen, I got my first. It was a state bank. Remember the, yeah, yeah, the, cat, yeah, the, book, the little and books? It, yeah, and I got my first card mm. and I went to get 10 bucks out. It was down the beachfront and I I did something similar. I did 20 and I got 20 and I knew I only had 10 bucks in. So I kept doing $10 yeah. and I got I got ended up getting 550 bucks out. What? Yeah. Why have you never mentioned yeah. this till now? I don't know. I was <laughs> just, after all that day, I was just thinking about it. I was just thinking about it. It was this state bank down where the Commonwealth Bank at Bondi is now. So did you have, were you in Ariz? Uh, yeah, but they wanted it back, but I never, I never used the card again. Oh, right. Yeah, I just, I just basically said, oh. And well, like, what year was that, Brian? I was working at the chemist on Bondi Road, yeah. which I think I was a drug mule. Have I yeah. told you this story? Oh, yeah. this is uh, getting this is, yeah, this is heavy. This is heavy. So I was working for a chemist. I don't want to name which one. And I kept going to this block of units and they were young Russians. Yeah. We had, like, there was a lot of Russian um, Jewish people in, mm. in Bondi at the time. And I kept going up. And my usual, because I was a delivery boy, chemist yeah. boy. <laughs> I didn't know this. It was for people who couldn't get to the, the chemist. So it was always elderly people. Yes. And I'd go to nursing homes, drive me, drive me pushy. And I kept going to this one joint. And upstairs, big block of units, all the way at the top, always these Russian dudes with their shirts off, young blokes. I'm going, I never thought anything uh. bad about it. But then... Uh, Richie Sequeira, uh, Robbie Sequeira, sorry, that was his brother, Robbie Sequeira, <laughs> he was the other chemist further up on Bondi Road. Right. And years later, well, you know, we'd, we'd know each other, but we wouldn't sort of hang out because we were, you know, opposing chemists. No, so, sorry, was Robbie Sequeira the other delivery, delivery boy? Yes, yes. So, yeah, about yeah, the yeah, same yeah. age. Years later, we're down the Bondi Hotel having a chat, and he goes, you know, we were uh, drug mules. I said, what? He said, yeah, were you going to that white joint? I said, yep. Yeah. And, and I goes, I always thought that was strange. So we were moving morphine. Oh. <laughs> we were morphine movers. Uh, unbeknownst. Unbeknownst. And the other thing, I've got to confess this, this is heavy too. Jesus. One day they gave me uh, an envelope to go back to the chemist with, and there was a grey nurse in there. Oh. And I held it up to the sun. I'll never forget it was an envelope. It was a $100 note. <sighs> and the Easter show was on. Was it? So I just went whoosh, <laughs> took the grey nurse out, and I bought I like bought all my mates. Well, I think because that bags? was, I reckon it was 50 bags. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, or two bucks each in those days. <laughs> Sam Boy, Sunny yeah. Boy, yeah. anything with boy in it. Yeah. And which I didn't feel bad about it. No. Not now because I knew they're drug runners. Wow. Yeah. Give out anything, something. Yeah, oh, I've got a I've got a couple of things I could probably confess to. I um I, it's probably not an ongoing issue, but I used to after I had way too many beers, I used to wet wet the bed. Yeah. So it's, I've, I mean, I think I've stopped it. I think I have. I'm not too sure. Uh, but I remember this uh, camping trip. It would have been ago, about three or four years ago. And I was going really bad at this time. I was I was doing it every couple of weeks sort of thing. And I, I thought I'd turned a corner. 
and uh, what me and my mate had both uh, we'd had too much to drink and we were asleep essentially. We were sort of in the same same section of the tent. I, I've woken up and, and it's happened all. It's happened again. I'm looking downstairs. The whole thing. It's soaked. I, I've wet the bed again. My sleeping bag's all gone. You know that's that's I could cop that. My mate, my mate was sort of sleeping next to me. <laughs> and so basically, what's happened here is I've destroyed the tent a little bit. And my mates, he's also, or well, he was passed out at the time. Okay, hang on, hang on. Guess where this is going, Brian? I don't know. I, so yesterday we had mistaken identity. Am I right, Givo? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh you said. <laughs> Am I right? Oh, uh, you are right. You are, yeah, you're definitely right, Joel, because this was a quite an expensive tent and we had borrowed it from a friend. And I, I didn't want to go down for that at the time. <laughs> so he was still asleep. I'm awake. I've, I've sort of destroyed this section I don't know. I think we might have had a beer that was left in there. Oh, yeah. The beer's gone. The beer's gone. Then on his shorts, he's woken up, sort of woken up, looked around, and there's piss everywhere. Yeah. And well, you said you, yeah. Well, I didn't say. I just didn't say anything. Was, I just said, well, it wasn't me. It wasn't me, Shaggy. It wasn't me. And yeah. uh, it was. It was sort of awkward because I had to hold my tongue a little bit because it actually destroyed his iPhone. Oh. So he had to go into. He had to go into the Apple store. And get his phone replaced. Thankfully, he had insurance, so it didn't cost too much. Uh, the tent was destroyed, and yeah, uh, Josh, if you're out there, it was, it was actually me who pissed the bed. Right. Oh, does Josh know good. that to this day? Oh no, no, he doesn't. And then you sidled up like Harrison last night on maths, like as if you're a really good guy, oh. mate. Ah, oh, well, you know, he's probably done the same to me, Joel. Yeah. Can so. I can I put out a controversial opinion here? I don't like camping. Yeah, no, it's a bit... I, I don't like Brian, camping. Brian, Brian, Brian. I hate it. I hate tents. I hate camping. <laughs> I hate tents. They're good at night. Sell it to me. I hate them at night. I hate it. I don't like people, like, on top of each other. Well, <laughs> I don't like getting tinnier from the, the same brasco. You know what I don't, I don't love either, Brian? I don't like living with other people. Like, I, I like don't, your family? No, 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 no. No, like, when you go away with... I don't. Want, I need me downtime. I don't mm. like being up in the grill of everyone for no. an ex- extended period of time. Do you? No, I hate it, and I hate caravan parks. Yeah, oh. you know because they they're, they're. I'm new, right? Yeah. I, I don't go every year, but they're always going every year. Hey, Bob, Sue, yep. yeah, the kids. Bob, yeah, Bob. Yeah. And <laughs> here they come, and I'm just like stuck in between them. They're screaming over like, either side of me. Yeah, and I'm just the, the new kid. Bob, yeah, Sue, yeah, Bob, Sue, hey, hey, coming over, coming over for a few beers in the afternoon. Let's Mate. go fishing. But those caravan parks, you're just shindlers the whole time. This is the run home with Joel and Fletch. Welcome back to the best of the run home with Joel and Fletch and the NRL news, Brian. Well, we thought, uh, well, Anthony Seabold spoke to Boogie and Woogie and he said that Schuster would get the first jump, but mm. things have changed. Yeah, he's done his calf, I understand. So uh, Cooper Johns making his debut for the club. Time now for an NRL preseason update. Make your own rules at Anytime Fitness. Okay, Anytime Fitness, one-day sale on today. No joining fee if you sign up today. Last night on yes. Boogie and Woogie. Yep. Sats and Woogie, they had the interview with Anthony Seabold, the coach of the Manly side. And they asked him about, um, you know, what a tremendous off-season, pre-season Cooper Johns has had. So he's their number 30. Gotcha. He, was, he was their last place in the 30-man squad. And they said, well, he had such a stirring off-season, pre-season, is he likely to sort of get the jump at the start? And Seabold basically said, no, no, well, he knows where he's where he's at and um, Shuey and Chez are going to get the first crack. Yep. Well, hold fire. 
Josh Schuster ruled out of Eagles round one clash versus the Bulldogs. Mm. Sustained a calf injury in Eagles' win over the Roosters. Cooper Johns likely to make his club debut. Of course, a local junior as well is Cooper Johns. He should be available for round three versus the Eagles. This is Schuster, by the way. So a great opportunity for Cooper Johns. Uh, Manly have the buy in round two. So Cooper would be looking to secure that spot out of round one. There is something to be said, though, Brian, for going the long road sometimes. You think about Nico Hines, who who went into the Melbourne system yep. through the Sunshine Falcons, and the same could be said for Cooper Johns, and they, they're sitting there for a while as second and third fiddles, et cetera. But then all of a sudden, that osmosis of hanging around the gun players, getting the gun training in the right environment, and then you leave, Nico Hines leaves to get the Dally M in his first year, uh, having left the Melbourne Storm. And Cooper John's doing what he's doing at Manly. Yeah, I, I agree. And the fact they, they didn't play a whole lot of footy. I think Cooper's only played half a dozen games. Not even that, maybe. Six or seven. So he's had a taste of it. Yep. Then gets go back into reserve grade and hone his skills. That, that, that's the best I've seen him play. Albeit it was only late, late last year, though, he came up with a couple yeah. of Perler games. So he's... I reckon he's there, ready to go now. Well, the, the biggest thing is defence, right? Yeah. So there's a lot of talented kids out there. When the ball in their hands, they can do it. But at the end of the day, to be a first-grade rugby league player, you've got to get your defence in order and you've got to be able to be not a target. Mm. And I, I think Cooper, the last, yeah, probably the last two years, he looks more reliable in, in defence. I'll go a crow, Gibbo. When Schuster's back in round three... He will not be number six. Cooper Johns will keep the number six jumper. You with me? Yeah, I'm with you. Well, the great GT, the great Gordon Tallis, he thinks that Schuster is a back rower. He said it won't work at 5'8". Yep. I'm listening to him, yep. Gordy. 100%. First time he sticks his tongue out and his eyes roll. <laughs> that was a big thing of Gordy. Gordy sticks his tongue out when he wanted the ball. You just knew, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Here he comes. Oh, it goes frightening. Do you see what Mick Ennis used to do with Fafita? Fafita! <laughs> he would, if he wasn't running onto it hard enough, Mick, Mick would go at the back of him. Gotcha. But if he was running hard, he'd hit him. And that try in the grand final, he'd gone past him a couple of times. That try in the grand final, which ultimately wins the maiden premiership for the Sharks, he was just full of steam and away he went. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. not to lose momentum on our Wacky Team Wacky Wednesday, team Brian. Wednesday. Yes, it's all about dog walking, international dog walking yes. day. So uh, Lundy, Lundy's on fire today. He wants Snoop Dogg in the team. Yes. I need to get Penny Wong in there somehow. How Listen, do we get Penny Wong listener? in? That's the question. Listeners, uh, or listener, I'm talking to you. Yeah, that's right. You, yeah. driving the Corolla. Uh, <laughs> We've got to get Penny Wong in somehow. Gibbo, you wanted to talk. Yeah, I was just talking back on Joshy Schuster at Manly, but it's probably going to depend on Ola Kawatu and how Ke- Kelma Taolangi plays. Because if they have a gun start to the year in the second row, you're not going to really be pushing shoots to there, right? I, I, mate, I think he's on the bench or through reserve grade. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think – I know everyone's saying, oh, great off-season, all that sort of thing. Based on what I've seen to this point, I, I don't think he's an out-and-out, locked-and-loaded starting player in the halves for yeah, any well, NRL team. I mean, he was talk in the off-season. He missed going over to the World Cup. I think his manager was also trying to say, look, he was a bit upset that he hasn't been given a crack at number six. I think they will persist with him there. But, but hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's slow down a little bit, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. How old is Josh Schuster? Oh, he'd be 21. Five. Two, I'll say. I'm saying. How long? 21. But he's 21. Yeah, yeah. I mean, seriously. Like, who are players at 21 to be upset about not playing? This is society. In any workforce, if you're not the CEO by the third week, you're there. 
Mate, he's 21. Mm. Rats, just just bide your time. Put together six weeks of a good body of work, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> and then we can have that conversation. What he's done to this point is not sort of guaranteeing I must be the number six for Manly. No, but they haven't. No one's come. He hasn't come out and said that. He just said, "Look, I've got to get into shape. That's why he didn't go to the World Cup." Yep. Yeah. He decided. He goes, "I'm going to put all my efforts into Manly, and I'm training at six. That's all he said. So he he hasn't come out and and said that's my that's going to the, the six position. Didn't you be say, Gibbo, that he felt hard done by and he hadn't had a crack? Oh, I'm pretty sure he he's been confirmed as saying that he wants to play six, and he believes his best position is six. I guess we'll. Um, this could be an obvious error, or this could be not. But what I think it's great, like the fact that Cooper Johns is there. There's been so much touted about Josh Schuster and being the next thing after Foreign. Like Cherry Evans, Foreign era is now well, two point is gone. Yeah, and everyone was like, "Well, that will let Josh Schuster be the number six. He'll be the future of the Seagulls." Then comes along Cooper, who has a cracking preseason. Hey, wait. Uno momento, por favor. Mm. Like, this isn't your jersey, mate. This is – you have to earn this. No, and but Cooper's the, killing it. So I think this is really good for Josh. He should just be like, okay, let's go, Coop. Let's see who gets the number six jersey. And, and he may be thinking that way, and I hope he is thinking that way. But in, in all reality, a lot of fans, coaches, etc., fall in love with the highlights yeah. reel. And there's no question about Josh Schuster. He can throw up a, a no-look highlights reel if he wants to do that. But for me – Cooper Johns in the last eight, nine months has shown far more um, reliability rely, as, a, as a starting 5'8". That's my personal yeah. opinion. I, I just think we, we all fall in love with the highlights real far too quick, and it's not just about that no-look pass or whatever it is. He no, may be a future star, but I, I don't think we've completely seen yes, it Yes, but I, can, I, I like what they're doing with Josh Schuster because he's, he's a different 5'8". There's no 5'8 yeah. in the game that, that can do – what he can do. Mm. But we can, we can go back. Maybe that's what Manly thinking. Well, we can always go back to the reliable rider. Nice play, square him up out the back to yeah. to uh, Tommy T, which teams were doing that to, when Tommy was playing. It was give the ball to Tommy. Yep. Schuster offers a, another little bit of, of a sort of uh, – he's a foil for Tommy, but why can't they both be in there? Why can't he play at lock? Well, he could. And you know what? Um, I'm happy to say when I'm wrong. This time last year, I was probably riding Dylan Brown as hard. Yeah, Dylan Brown came out with a with the season of his life yeah. and proved me completely wrong. So maybe Josh Schuster is going to do the same thing. But it, yeah, and is that the sort of Talmalolo thing where they're not going to make Jake a full eighty minute player? You know, maybe they need to save some some of his legs because he has been playing game in game out for Manly over the last few years. Maybe he goes back to 50, 60 minutes, gets a bit more quality in an hour's play. You've got twenty minutes of Schuster at lock. And you also, what do you have, Cooper as a four-day? Like, there's options yeah. there for Seabold, which, are, right? which they, did, they didn't have. They yeah. didn't have that. You, Jake, can, Jake was playing for New South Wales and Australia in the front row. Yeah. So there's always that option. Good options. In other rugby league news, boys, Mitch Moses, we spoke about this yesterday, set to sign with the Eels, Dewey to stay at the Tigers. That's the domino effect, they call that. So the Lebanese brothers, if you like, Mitch Moses and oh, yeah. Adam Dewey. Um, it's not Dewey here? No, he, he was in the... Pronunciations. He wants to be Dewey. That's fine. Did you see Damien Cook? It's South. No. So we might try and get the clip a little bit later on. But Damien Cook. They're going through the South names. Yeah, Junior Totola, and it goes on that. Anyway, uh, Damien Cook. Uh, why? Why they would ask Damien Cook? I'm. I'm the number one proponent of wanting to hear 
pronunciations. Yes. And I've been calling for this, as many other commentators have for a long time, Brian. So mm. back in the day when Jordan Rappin was coming through, you'd go down there and he'd, you'd actually record him on your own phone and you'd share that with the networks. But the whole idea that we're getting people like Damien Cook... Yeah, it's gone a bit... To, to have to... It's a bit stupid. I know, I know it's a bit politically correct that you can't leave some people out and some people in, but... It's not even a, a race thing. Like there's some names that are hard to pronounce and Correct. stuff. Some aren't. Damien Cook is pretty easy. Is not one we need to worry about. What about this one? So we interview the Dolphins. Felice Kafusi. It's not Kafusi. It's Felice Gafusi. So in Tongan, the K, sorry, the F is a G. Felice. No, sorry, the K is a G. Felice Gafusi. Gafusi. Yeah. Okay. And I, I asked him. I said, "Why didn't Why didn't you just tell tell the commentators?" He said, "Oh, I did at the start, and then I've just." No one took up on it. So there you go. There's not a big push, is there? Like, uh, I, I would be – how to win friends and influence people, Brian. It's all about pronouncing people's names and knowing yeah. people's names and how important a name is to a yeah. person. If, if if you're coming through the ranks and they're calling you Brian Brian, Fletchy. Brian. Yeah, you, you'd want to you'd probably, correct yeah, him, wouldn't you? you would. But I suppose Felice just said, oh, yeah, I've tried, but – there you go. Next time you commentate, I want you to say Felice Gafusi. one 1170 uh, Storm six-man leadership group. Cameron Welsh named captain. Welsh, Pappenhausen, Munster, Grant Hughes and Tom Eisenhuth. Uh, this is a good story, Tommy Eisenhuth. One game for the Panthers in 2012. So he is that right? He hasn't played first grade for 11 years. No, he played – it was seven years. So he went as far down as Ron Massey Cup in the Panthers uh, system. They let him go, and the Storm snapped him up. And then seven years later from his debut, he made his club debut for the Storm in 2019. He's played, what, 39 games? Oh, yes, job? he has, yeah, yeah. So they've selected him part of the leadership group. Might be one of those things for their culture, right? This guy hasn't been like a Cabra Park State High no. player of the the Queensland schoolboys, and then he's actually fought his way into the Storm. So it should well done, well done, Tommy. Uh, Broncos have re-signed hooker Corey Pakes as well. So he knocked back a few offers from Sydney clubs. So he signed a two-year extension. Welcome back to the best of the run home with Joel and Fletch. And Kirsty's gone to the chapel and she's going to get married. Well, she did get married. The Beaver was still there. And who was our new partner in crime? Sumo. Oh, yeah. Second up from a spell. Very impressive. Very impressive. That sounds like the Sumo to me, Brian. Yeah. Scotty Sumo yeah. Stevenson, Stephen the Beaver. Uh, Hello, boys. <laughs> Hello, Hello guys. How are you going? We're going very, very well. Uh, Scotty, yeah. the nickname Sumo. Getting yep. to know you. Do tell. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Do that's tell. Good. Really, really jumped. Um, I used to, you guys have known a lot of surf lifesaving clubs. Yes. Obviously, big big sport in Australia. And um, I grew up doing surf lifesaving here in New Zealand. And I was the fat kid in Speedos. And that's ah, it. Ah, Sumo. Yeah, that's okay. it. So, um, But I was quick in the water. Gotcha. How, okay, you don't you don't expect a dolphin to run fast, do you? But you no. expect it to have a certain layer. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Beave? Where did Beaver come from? Keep no, never going to tell anyone. <laughs> I've tried. I've just, tried for fifteen years. Just an innocent kid thing, really. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Ugly looking child. Where did Fletch come from? Uh, well, my nickname as a kid, my family nickname's Kirby. Mm. Why? Because the cartoon. No, nah, the wrestling. So I got four older brothers. And there was apparently the wrestlers would – Kirby was the announcer. Yep. So when I was little, <laughs> I'll get you, Kirby. And so I'd run around the room and my brothers would chase me. Yeah, it's pretty rank. I but, like it. Yeah. But as you, as you do know, Sumo, I don't know if you do know this, 
Mm-hmm. My real nickname is Tripod. <laughs> so that, that's what my friends are really naming it. They call me, or just Pod, Sumo. Yeah. And I, I assume that was um, due to your, um, your joy of um, hobby photography? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Correct. That's my call sign. Now, Steve-O, or uh, Sumo. 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 Yeah. Sumo. How well do you know our man? Let's not get the two confused. How well do you know our man MacGyver? <laughs> so, are we still on that? <laughs> this was this had all just gone down fresh the last time I was filling in on this show. Um, I, have you guys? Oh, have you buried the hatchet? Has there been any other awkward moments, or are we through it? No, we haven't spoken to him since. But <laughs> hasn't made another Wednesday. No, nah, that's just the way I like yeah. it, Sumo. Um, he's been, he's been around for a long time. Yeah, he has been. Uh, mm. No, cursed because I'd imagine she's on a honeymoon still. I don't know if you've even started the honeymoon. I yeah. think just the wedding party continued after Beaver left and everyone sort of could relax. I think they just kicked on. It's just a few days previous, I think, for young Kirst. I think she's back tomorrow and uh, she probably needed a few days, to be fair, guys. Yeah, how was it, Beaver? Good wedding? Yeah, yeah very good. Yeah. Very good. Heavy. Very heavy. Um, and, a, and a thing I don't know, first time I'd ever come across it, and I don't know if I'm old, but I'm, I think I'm younger than you two, but a silent disco. Have you ever come across it? Mm. Is that with the headsets on? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Was it because of noise restrictions? Or? Mate, there wouldn't have been a neighbour within kilometres. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and uh, I remember I wasn't in a great state by the time the silent <laughs> disco oh, no. came out, but I, I, got, all, I got into it. Did yeah. you? I really did. I don't usually hit a D floor, but geez, I got into it. I did see an Instagram video of um, World Cup winning All Black Mills Millionaire, also enjoying himself <laughs> in the silent disco. I With can't imagine you dancing for starters, Beef. <laughs> it's it's amazing what a day on the grins will do to you. Be- uh, Beef, with the uh, silent disco, is everyone listening to the same song? No, that's ah. the magic. Oh, that's can... the magic, what? they reckon. You're not listening There's to the same three song. options. Okay, let me guess the songs. Dave Dobbin. Uh, yeah. How bizarre! Yeah. And, <laughs> and what else have we got? What the uh, next pa- one? Apparently, because I was furious because my wife came and swapped over with me at one stage, and she put me on Spice Girls, and I was enjoying whatever I was listening to, and then I was on Spice Girls, and I didn't have the capabilities to change my channel. Why? Hey, babe, I can I? Wheels came off. Can I ask you? So I went to a conference once upon a time, and they had it was a silent conference. So there'd be three, there'd be three different rooms, and if your headsets were red, you could listen to the red room. There was green, there was blue. So was there coloured headsets? So is, could yes. you tell what everyone else were listening to based on their colour? Yeah, I, I got informed in the morning there was some sort of coordination. <laughs> I just left in an all sorts of confused state. So tell us uh, about Curse then. Is she a, like on the spectrum of party going? If if there's a ten, Brian, it would be a ten for partying. I reckon cursed, yeah. You reckon she'd be up there? I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I know her, but I, don't, I haven't seen that mm. side of her. But she strikes me as someone who, it would go. who likes a good time. She ended up in an 11. Uh, oh, it, yeah. It, yeah. At one stage, I, and this is, this, is, this is how bad I was and then how bad she was at one point, I thought I had to talk to her and pull her aside and say, hey, it's not even dark, see your wedding night out. But that was after she had challenged me at one point to some uh, – Take the knee carry-ons. Um, she just went bang, bang, bang. I think on the trot, <laughs> and uh, I was honoured to be supplying the alcohol for a wedding. But uh, the five percenters. I'm a four percent beer man, and then these five percent vodkas that we make—they really catch up on you. Caught up on me before they caught up on Kirst, I think. And um, what but about? So she took a knee and said, "She said, right, come with go. me, come with me, host partner here.' So one buff then, times three. Yeah." Well, I, wasn't, I haven't been to a wedding for a long time. What's the go now with presents? 
Do people, you know, they say, oh, look, we, we don't want anything. We just want your company or your attendance. That's all bullshit, as we know. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> did, you want, you want then, some payback, don't you? But then people say, he's, do they still do like wedding registries? Yes. Yeah, they do. Okay. Yeah. So you go in quick and get the ironing board. If you don't go in quick, you get left with either having to pay a fortune. Yeah. While we're on this topic, what did you go for on well, the wedding registry, well, uh, if anything? Maybe maybe the alcohol. Mm. Oh, you've supplied the alcohol. Mm. Jeez, that was kind of you. Yeah. Was that conditional upon your invitation? <laughs> I don't know. How big was the wedding, Beef? What's that? How big was the wedding? And, and to uh, what point do you miss the cutoff? So if it was 60, do you still make it? What's your number, you reckon? I reckon it wasn't much bigger than 70. Yep. Oh, intimate. Yes, it was actually. And uh, we are down, we're down in Queenstown and... Uh, I hadn't seen sun for a while. I got absolutely hosed up by the sun. They were trying to apply sunscreen to me about nine o'clock at night. Well, by then it was it was too late. You get a perineum out. <laughs> so, uh, we're, 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 <laughs> well, we're talking about this sunning the, the perineum. It's a bit. It's a big. It's a big go. Wait. It's a big go over here now. What, what sunning the gooch is a yes. big go? Yeah, yeah, the Graham. So, but, wow. so the Graham gooch. The gra- sunning the gooch yeah. is huge. It's, wow. Yeah, there's a there's a couple of NRL players doing it, give, trying to get a little little bit of an advantage in the, in the upcoming season. This is Van Inkham. So no more than 30 seconds on the John Voigt, and then off you go. <laughs> hey, Beeve, guess what's come across Guess what's come across my desk? Tell me. I know what song you were listening to while you were dancing. Uh, Gibbo hit him. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. This is my favourite bit. Oh. <laughs> That's so good. This is the best bit. Yeah. <laughs> Ready? Coming up. Hey! No! Yes, please. I love it. I really wish I'd been in the state that I was at Kirsten's wedding singing. Oh, I love it. I really, really love it. You should get an album coming out. Uh, Let's talk some sport, boys. Yes. England. Give it to you mm. in four days. Not as bad. Not, not quite as bad as us. <laughs> no, I was going to say, in a, in a rare moment, I'm not going to go there. Um, geez, I tell you what, if you play for the Blacktown Mounties right now, you'd be fancying a call up to your team too, oh, no, by the way, because, geez, you were going down on stocks. Uh, England are really good. I'll give them that. They just come at you. Um, they come at you from all corners. It's down calling the game, and uh, there's just no let up. And Baz McCullum has just got them wound up. Something chronic. That, that is probably the happiest cricket team I think I've ever seen. They are so sure of themselves and what they don't know. I say sure of themselves, not in an arrogant way. They're just so confident mm. in the game plan. Different story, I think, at the Basin, uh, at the biggest roundabout in the world, um, <laughs> starting on Friday. I think we might see a New Zealand team that, A, needs to improve, fellas, and, and I think will improve too. Conditions maybe a little bit more suitable if the rain stays away. Yeah, well, we, can't, we, we don't have any upside for us. We, <laughs> we're still in India. We have, I mean, they're all coming home. Uh, Players were injured, went over injured, come back even more injured. I don't know. Don't don't play a game, but you can't. For some reason, Josh Hazelwood's done his Achilles. I don't know what he's been. Maybe run to the the Brasco. Cummins came home and he's gone back. Now Warner's coming home and uh, it's all happening there. I'll tell you what, it's not going to be long, mate. I think two more tests and I think they'll be screaming for Justin Langer to come back. Oh, well, that's the, the drums are beating. What about Beavers' drums? The Panthers. One of the great upsets in sport. Mm. They get beaten by an English Super League team, St. Helens. Beav, did you get to see that or do you care to see it? 
Oh, look, I had bets on it, which upset me when I woke up Sunday morning even more than the wife not talking to me. Oh. Um, <laughs> was that after the wedding, Beef? That was after the wedding. Yeah, yeah. Good boy. Uh, good boy. The, um, that was the same after your wedding, I remember. Yeah, I, did, I didn't get talked to for a while after my own wedding. Mm. Um, the, this Panther team, though, I mean, I wouldn't say it's all over, but when you look at that team that they put out, and I know Edwards come back in, not quite the same, is it? That uh, went to the went to the promised land a couple of times in the NRL when you take out Kikau uh, and RP, it's just a little bit down on the big guns. Yeah, mm. I, I st- I've still got quality though. Liam Martin yeah. come back, uh, but you're right. I think, and and young Mitch Kenny, he'll learn his craft. At the yeah. moment, he's quite safe in defence. But yeah, you're right. They're not getting that smartness around the ruck. But they're still, still, they're still contenders for sure. One hundred percent, Brian. We've never ever had this conversation, no. this topic, with our SNZ partners, NBL. Yes, Kings versus yes. Breakers. Oh yeah, it's on. Is that getting a lot of noise over there? The Breakers qualifying oh, sure for the is. grand final. Yeah, it is. Um, just given the fact they've been uh, they've been awful for a couple of years, but obviously COVID had a big impact there. But a Breakers game in Auckland is one of the best sporting occasions, I, I reckon, in the city, if not the country. Yeah, uh, the same here, isn't it, Brian? Yeah. yeah, it is just entertainment from the moment you walk in. Really passionate fans, the Breakers. Obviously, it's a similar situation to the Warriors, where you're you're a one club country. So uh, I, there's high hopes that they can they can make another breakthrough. I remember being there in the final series. They won, I think, it was the the second championship they won, and. Mate, the, the town was going ballistic for them, um, and, a, and a good bunch of roosters too. A lot of change there now, American ownership, but even so, just having New Zealand basketball back in the main dance, I think is huge for the sport here, which is already growing anyway. Thanks for listening to the best of the run home with Joel and Fletch, and one of the best of the roosters camp is their CEO, Joe Kelly. Take a listen. Okay, well, the Sydney Roosters have announced Joseph. Hyundai Motor Company Australia have joined the club as a platinum partner and official automotive partner with the leading car manufacturer to feature on the famed tricolour jersey for the next three seasons. Now, the big question is, Brian, many, many people think it's great timing because they may be entering another premiership under coach Robinson, Robinson rather, uh, this year. People think it is their year to take out another. But the Roosters CEO is Joe Kelly, and he's joined us. G'day, Joe. Good afternoon, Joe. How are you guys? Going good. Going good, Joe. Now, first of all, tell us about this Hyundai partnership. I'd imagine there'd be plenty of car, different car dealerships or coming companies throwing their uh throwing their hard earned at the roosters why why did the hyundai uh how did that all come about i think as we mentioned this morning at the launch you know we we both have very similar values they're they're innovative they're progressive and it's just a, a perfect fit for us you know you can sort of see where they're taking their business over the next five to ten years they expect to you know certainly uh, in that electric space um Really focused on you know, going green, and um, their their actual strategy around that and their innovation is uh, is remarkable. And yeah, we we feel like it's a really good really good fit for our organisation. You've been excellent for a while, the the Roosters, no doubt about that, Joe. But uh, you now have the completion of the Nick Politis Centre of Excellence. How's that all gone down? Yeah, going down great. Um, yeah, we took actually the, the executive team, um, Ted Lee and his um, colleagues through this morning. And yeah, we've only been open really officially a month since um, it was announced on the 24th of January this year. Uh, we've been naming it the Nick Politis Centre of Excellence, but we're, we're you know, just yeah, really sort of proud of what we've actually achieved there and the fact that, yeah, the biggest part of the history is that we haven't left the precinct in 115 years for, um, to now actually find ourselves a permanent home for at least the next 25 years uh, in Allianz Stadium is is a really achievement that we're really proud of. 
Joe, being the CEO, you have to front the board occasionally. And I know on the board, there's a gentleman called Luke Rickardson. <laughs> Seriously, what does he offer uh, being on the board of directors of such a powerful club? Does he say anything? Does he bring any, anything to the table? He's a really good golf partner, Fletch. Yeah, that's <laughs> about it. Yeah, that's, a, that's about it. Well done. No, no, he's got that wealth of knowledge around insurance. All those sorts of things that are really important to us as an organisation in the 21st yeah. century. Yeah. Um, That'd be a great conversation on the golf course, the Joe. Just talking about insurance. Yeah. Yeah. That, would, yeah. that wouldn't be great. No, yeah. Obviously, Rico is one of our greats, and um, he, you know, he brings that sort of footy, footy feel to the board. Um, a lot of, you know, uh, exceptional businessmen on our board, um, and, and Rico's yeah, certainly making his way in that respect as well. But, but yeah, add that for his flavour. I think you'll hear from him tomorrow night at our season launch, actually. Um, now, can we talk about the Dom Young? Hang on, did you get invited, Brian? No. No. <laughs> of course not. No? No, no invitation? No, no, no. no I, don't. We'll, I would. We'll, we'll I would send, you. send something out to me, John. Um, <laughs> Joseph, yeah. the Dom Young saga, it's, it's been... Side. It's been... Res, res, uh, I suppose it's all over the media, but nothing has been official, my understanding is. Uh, will there be an announcement about Dom forthcoming uh, weeks? I, I, I won't go into that one. Um, okay. I think there's plenty been said already publicly, but uh, I'll leave that one until an appropriate time. Okay. No, that's fine. What about when you do go chasing players? Um, how many people are involved, Joe? Are you involved in Like, does Robbo sit down with... Um, the board, or does he sit down with you and say, "Right, we're going to target this fella"? Does he get the opinions of of you guys? Oh, I think you mean Robbo's you know, sort of shown over a decade or so at the club that you know he's standing in the game and how duty he is. Um, you know, he, he he knows what he's looking for in, in footballers, and I think you know it's important in a modern football club to to leave aspects to the business to those that are expert in, you know, in their chosen field. And, and Robbo is certainly um, the one that we look to for decision-making around around football players. Now, Joe, I ask this of all CEOs, what's the thing that you, you look to immediately when you wake up every day and you're looking at some kind of metric to do with the club? What's the thing that occupies your mind the most in the morning? Um, yeah, good question. Uh, we've... We've just actually had a couple of days of you know, strategy on the last earlier this week, Monday, Tuesday, and and I think that for us, it's always about trying to evolve the business. It's always about looking at you know there's rapid changes in technology. Um, we heard from a keynote speaker yesterday around that, uh, and, and I think yeah we're always looking at okay how how do we improve ourselves, and I think that's probably the key thing. Like it's waking up each day and, and striving for something better than the day before and. Yeah, I feel like we're making a good fist of that, and um, we've seen the, the club just continue to progress. Um, yeah, at, at a really good pace over the last you know four or five years. Round three, that's the one we're looking forward. Brian mm. Rabbitoh. Yeah. It's a Brian Fletcher Shield, actually. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, well, the Ron Coot Shield, actually, isn't it? Officially, Ron Coot yep. Shield. Uh, Rabbitoh's round three. Massive, massive game. Yeah. It was just turmoil and so yeah. much happening last time. Joe, how prepared are we for that? Yeah, it's, uh, it was actually out on the field this morning with the Hyundai guys just talking about that. Um, that yeah, they've got this to look forward to now as part of the partnership and um, just yeah, standing inside that new fantastic stadium we've got. Um, yeah, like it's it's yeah. Well, I think we're all we're all interested in seeing how it pans out. Yeah, we had those two games at the back end of the season against each other. Great rivalry. 
uh, it's one that we all look forward to. I think the whole rugby league community look forward to seeing these two teams battle it out. Uh, yeah, it's it's theatre. Um, it was last year, and I'm I'm sure it'll be no different this year. So looking forward to a capacity crowd more than anything. Joe, we had a uh, a caller before talking about this Roosters password. That's the only way you can get tickets. So oh, yeah, yes. is it a how does that all work? Because he he was desperate to try and get some tickets. Do you know much about this? You need yeah. the Roosters. Uh, a certain password? Yeah, they, they have their own individual passwords being sent out specifically for them that allows them to get onto the Ticketek site and purchase tickets as a member. And obviously members have the priority to purchase tickets, so that's what that would be. Right. Um, and if they've got an issue, um, please call the club. Mm. Who's there? I know the chairman's, the chairman's um, lounge there at uh, Allianz before yeah. that was Sydney Football Stadium. Who's have the... you been invited? I have been. I've actually been there a couple of times. Uh, I had to sneak in, but uh, who's the most famous person that's gone in there? Because we see Great question. we see like Hugh Jackman going to Manly. Um, who's the yeah. most famous celebrity that's gone into the chairman's lounge? That's a really good question. Um, I'm just trying to think even back over the last 12 months, 18 months, you know, we've had the likes of David Warner's been in there. We had George Kembosis in there last year, yeah. holding up all his belts um, and spoke brilliantly. Um, I just, yeah, I can't think back much beyond the last year or, year or two, but it's obviously well frequented, you know, um, by, you know, sort of you know, esteemed and high-profile people um, each and every game that we play. Big end of town, we like to call it. What about the big end of town in Chelsea? So yeah. you're working over there for Chelsea. What about their sort of stars? Do you see anyone famous... Any of the Spice Girls? <laughs> no, I didn't see the Spice Girls. Okay. Yeah, Brian Adams is a, oh. a season ticket holder, believe it or not. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, look, at, you know, in my day when I was there, obviously Roman was the owner of the club and, you know, you'd, you'd see a lot of a lot of Russians hanging around. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, a big end of town, big end of Europe. The NRL, uh, NRL the RLPA issue going on, are you involved? Yeah. Are you involved at all with that, or are you sort of standing back a little bit? Yeah, no, sort of standing back, yeah. Fletch. Like we, yeah, like in, in that they're engaged, and and look, we we got weekly zooms. Um, sometimes they're just the clubs themselves, just the seventeen clubs uh, on a on a zoom, uh, getting updates. We have a working committee that sort of represents us. Uh, a few clubs represent us, um, and you know, and, and, and at times we have both. Andrew Abdo and Clint Newton on those Zooms giving their, their positions. Um, sometimes, you know, one of them or, or, or other times both of them um, together on the same Zoom. So, um, yeah, we, we do, we're still doing most of those things sort of remotely at this stage. But, um, yeah, we're getting yeah, regular updates and, uh, and, and certainly you know, giving our position to our, our representatives on that working group about what we want to sort of see as outcomes. And, and I've worked with both parties as well independently too. Uh, to try and get a resolution as soon as possible.